You're listening to Undeadwood on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Undeadwood is a four-part miniseries, game marshaled by myself, Brian W. Foster, set in the not-so-sleepy town of Deadwood. I'm joined for this series by an incredible cast of characters, including Marisha Ray, Matthew Mercer, Kari Payton, Anjali Bamani, Travis Willingham, and Ivan Van Norman. On to part four. Good night, Miss Miriam. Last we left off, you found out Mayor Farnham was killed. You took his body to Doc Cochran's and examined it, both front and back. (laughs) You found evidence. You all laugh. (laughs) (laughs) We all do. You found uh, lots of snake bites and evidence that something had tore down his throat and into his body, and you found scaly, ashy stuff inside of there. You went to Mr. Swearingen. You talked to Mr. Swearingen, told him your findings. He offered you more money to continue and to finish the mission. As you were there at the Gem Saloon, you heard commotion in the street. And undead Wild Bill Hickok was there, unfortunately, with your sister, Cynthia, also undead. After a battle that went better for some than others, uh, you successfully managed to disintegrate the remains of undead Wild Bill Hickok. And you, by stroke of luck, landed the kill shot on your own undead sister. Not sure if I'd call it luck. Better you than anybody else. You're not wrong. Cynthia's body still lay in the street. There is almost nothing but dust and remaining threads of some of Wild Bill's clothing. His hat is even disintegrated. His guns are disintegrated. There's just dust and ash where his body was. Your, your sister's body still lay in the street. You are still on the balcony. Fog, you are on the roof of the gym. Uh, I believe Reverend Mason was there at the bank and our sharpshooting Clayton Sharp. Our Clayton Sharpshooter was uh, <laughs> in between the Bullock Hotel and the Gem Saloon. You are where we left off. What would you like to do? I'm gonna head down the, uh, down off of the roof and uh, I think we should probably examine uh, poor Cynthia, see what we have left here. 
I'm going to stay with Arabella until I'm sure she's composed herself and make sure that she's not looking towards Cynthia to get her inside. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm just, I'm inconsolable with you. Okay. I might ask, um... Mr. Swearingen, if he would, uh, as I as I descend to the second floor, if he would accompany me to the uh, to to the uh, outside to to see the uh, remains of Cynthia Livingston. He says, "I've got some other business to tend to, but feel free to take any one of your friends. They seem quite capable." Wild Bill was a much better shot when he was alive. <laughs> Stick close. We'll. Um, I'm sure we have more to talk about. I'll be here if you need me. I'll uh, stand up in the bank, uh, reload my double-barrel shotgun. Is that Hooplehead still trying to get into the vault? He is. He's made about probably like a half an inch of his way into the safe of about, I would say, 12 inches. So he would finish sometime around the Reagan presidency. (laughs) Can I level both barrels at him and say, Now, son, you're about to get yourself in a world of trouble. I'm going to have to ask you nicely to clear the fucking bank. He turns around, stops what he stops the, the picking, he turns around to look at you and he looks you up and down. Make an intimidation check for me, please, Reverend. Yes. Dear God. Three. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and he says, Howdy, Reverend. Plan on donating some of this to your church. Turns around, keeps Picking at the thing. There are bigger fish to fry. You guys might want to come out from behind that desk. He's going to be at that for a while. Come on. Everybody's sort of trepidatiously. They're looking out the windows. They're not even looking at you. They're just looking out the windows and seeing, you know, a lot of crazy shit's gone down in the last two or three days here. So they're filing out into the front of the windows, but they're not really going out into the street just yet. They're, it, seems, it seems a little scary. Keep an eye mm. out while you're working. There are demon snakes afoot, and I'll leave the bank and head okay. over to the gems. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Who's going outside to take a look at Cynthia? I'm heading there as well, probably to meet you when you make your way down. Okay. I'm checking specifically to look inside her mouth to see if she suffers the same wounds Farnham and other individuals have. Okay, okay. Do you, you two are staying inside I mean, Al's I'm office? I'm bringing her inside, but we'll, we'll make our way downstairs as yeah. we can. Okay. In, in time. Okay. In time. Uh, you're going to go over there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three of you uh, approach the body of Cynthia. You don't see any snake bites on her face. She started to decompose because she passed away a few weeks ago. So she's decomposing, but she's not as decomposed as, say, Wild Bill, who was basically just a skeleton. Her mouth is open. You do not see any of the same sort of markings uh, that you saw on the other victims. Uh, no snake bites. Um, it seems that uh, that the uh, that the bodies of the uh, of the risen are not necessarily the ones that were bitten by the snakes. Right, right, right. Unless they were previously bitten, like an incubation period. Bit went on their business, got sick. Died. Oh. No, they weren't killed by the sweat snakes. That's is what true. I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 snakes crawled years. down and bit a long decomposed bony corpse of a well, Bill. Unfortunately, it doesn't follow yeah. logic. Mm. <sighs> the one place that uh, that I believe we uh, we hadn't investigated was the uh, was it the number ten? Mm. The number ten was what one of the you guys found the list in Doc Cochran's. Yeah, yeah. Office yeah, with his handwriting of, of the, uh, the proprietor, yeah, the was it not? Names crossed out, yeah, Tom Nuttall. 
I think that's the, the one place we, we haven't investigated that we probably could find some more information. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. As um, this happens, the two of us yeah. slowly come out, and I still have my arm around her, making sure that she's all right. You oh. all right, Arbella? Sure. Yeah, I'll be all right. Good. Sleep me up. Give me, give me one, one moment. All right. And go over to Cynthia. Does she have anything on her? Any jewelry? Any? She does not have any jewelry on her. She just has, she just has a, a dress that she was buried in. But she has no, she has no jewelry or other effects on her. Mr. Shop? Mm-hmm. Can I borrow that knife of yours? Go ahead and procure my Bowie knife and hand it over. Cut off a lock of her hair. Tuck it away in my kit. The second the blade hits her hair, you have this weird sensation in your mind, sort of like you did a few minutes ago when you were successfully casting that mind link spell. And suddenly, the image of your sister appears in your mind and then disappears. And you hear a familiar voice from a giant snake pit say to you, You weak fools. This game is coming to an end. But I still have some unfinished business and some revenge. Come to where we first met. Or watch me burn this place to the ground. And the mind link ends. Did anyone, did anyone else hear that? Sarah Bella, you all right? What? You kind of left us for a second there. It was, it was a voice in my head. It, it said that the game is almost over. And to go back to where we first met. Does that mean the snake pit? Where we first met? Where we all had those dreams. All right. I think we need to go back to the pit. Well, if we're gonna do that, and we know what we're going into. Yeah, pick up some supplies. Read my mind. Agreed. Mm. Should we, uh, Probably, pro properly uh, uh, dispose of uh, what's left of Miss Cynthia. If you guys are going to go out to that snake pit, you remember you will pass the graveyard on your way out of town because it's up to the northwest, should you choose to do that. If you want supplies, there are two places in town you can purchase them. Mm. The Bullock Hotel and Hardware Store or you can go back to Cy Tolliver at the Bella Union and see if he'll sell you supplies. Well, there's no one running the Bullock Hotel right now, so I don't know how we get the supplies. We just take them? There might be someone there. Yeah, other than the Bullock, probably. Saul Starr operates the hardware section of the Bullock Hotel. Well, I do have Tim as a connection to the Bella Union. I don't think unless we require anything that's under the table, necessarily, we can just go to the hotel. Agreed. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, I guess, well, if you're wishing to handle your sister's remains. I'm gonna go ahead and make an exhibition to the hotel. Anyone wants to come along and pick up some supplies? I'll do the same. I want to go back to my room for a moment. 
We need light, lanterns, fire. Horses. Things to make fire. That was what I was thinking. Oh, well, now, uh, (laughs) do you want to mess with a dynamite? Yes. Fuck whatever this snake demon deity is that is trying to take over this town. Fuck that oil. Fuck all of it. All right, she wants to fuck with dynamite. Very well. I'll help you with your sister. Thank you, Reverend. You coming, Fog? Sure. Uh, we uh, we do need horses, I, I imagine. Should mm-hmm. I? We should probably get two more since we only have the three. Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to hold on to these this time, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll try to avoid a stampede second time out. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, all right. So yeah, let's go and buy some equipment. While they're finishing up, we'll head to the livery, pick up ourselves two more horses, and then we'll regather here at the outside of the hotel. Sound good? Mm-hmm. You know where you got the horses mm-hmm. the first time. All right. All right, so we'll head to the Bullock. Yep. Okay, you guys head to the Bullock Hotel. You walk in, you see some of the remaining residents of the hotel just looking out the windows and ducking still, just very terrified, thinking that with the events of what's happening, anything could, anything could sort of happen in any moment. They're, they're terrified. Could I do a notice check? Sure, please. What are you looking for? Nothing in particular. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that might be of use? Cool. A four explodes and a Ooh. five. So yeah, mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a one, so okay. five, ten. <clears throat> you look down the street uh, as you guys get close enough to the hotel and you see that Garrett from the livery has abandoned it. And the horses are all still there. Two of them have been shot in some of the crossfire, but there's still about four or five horses left at the livery, and Garrett is nowhere to be found. He's probably fled, you assume, with some of these people and left the livery abandoned. So, well, maybe I'll make. Uh, why don't I go ahead and take care of uh, uh, grabbing a couple of horses before they run off? You think you'll be uh, you'll be fine here at the at the Bullock? I'll just uh, when I when I get back, I'll bring the horses to you. Yeah, come on back. I'm going to head up to my room and grab a couple of things. I'm going to pick up uh, a few lanterns for the troop. Mm-hmm. Pick up uh, a few other packs of matches just mm-hmm. in case. Pick up some general, you know, trail rations just for the travel portion mm-hmm. there, possible return. And uh, as far as dynamite goes. All of it. How much dynamite do they have available? All of it. <laughs> I assume they have, given this is a mining town. That's probably there a is dynamite available. Marshall, can I say that I would have handed some gold over to uh, Mr. Sharp before we separated? Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's fine. But but what he's what he's going to purchase anyway would not equal up to. Anyway. You know, he he got two hundred and fifty gold. Two hundred fifty dollars in gold from. So uh, I give you fifty gold from my stash I'll take to it. help. I can argue. So Clayton, you want to buy some dynamite? One of a few things, yeah. But dynamite is the most important one. Okay, how, how much dynamite would you like to get? Uh, how much are they, like as far as like, how much do we want, I guess I would say. I know they probably come in clumps of like four sticks, eight sticks. One, I, two, four, and eight. I have there we go. no concept of, of That's true. how much what does. How, do, okay. Well, the heavier it is, the harder it is to throw. <laughs> right, but I mean if you have like several places? clumps and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So like if we wanted to collapse the tunnel inward, man, I am, not a demolitions expert, but... But if we wanted to collapse the pit inward or collapse yeah, the tunnel inward, you'd want to... It's probably a decent amount. 
one stick of dynamite would probably do it. Two would definitely do it. One stick? One stick? A yeah. Tunnel? But it's a pit. That's a big pit, though. It's a big pit. Yeah, I thought you said a tunnel. If a oh. pit in the ground is different. Tunnel, yeah, you just pit. need to right, hit one right. structure point. Yeah. Would it be wise to sp- spread it out among us? I think so. So two, 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 two. So if someone catches fire, we don't lose the entire bit. Fair. <laughs> Always think. Who's the least flammable among us? <laughs> well, I have lots of hairspray, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new development you gentlemen really should know about. Um, Fair enough. Two, 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 and two. I'd, two, say, two. I'd say four, 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 let's four, do it. four, four. Let's do it. Why not? More so is more. Five sets of four sticks, please. You got Marshall. it. You got it. That's all star. 50 sticks of dynamite, please. All star hands you those sticks of dynamite and says, Hope you're not taking the stagecoach out of town with these. Oh, no. Just a short jaunt around the corner. Wheels on that tend to be a little, uh, bumpy. Also, thanks for helping out my partner. Oh, tell him thanks for helping out the rest of the poor fuckers who live here. He's off trying to find Doc Cochran, but when he gets back, I'll let him know. Appreciate that. All right, so gather up the sticks, mm-hmm. gather up the lanterns. And we all have matches, too. Matches for everyone set as well, so you got that in your disposal. And actually, can I buy fuse as well? Ooh, extended fuse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just assumed that it was on there. What do I know? Saul's probably got maybe two rolls of 20 feet worth. Mm-hmm. Of. Two rolls of 20 feet of fuse. I'll take yeah. Let's do it. The kind of mining that people come to the hardware store to get supplies for is not usually larger scale like this, mm-hmm. but yeah. they keep some around for special occasions. I'm just gonna run up to my room for one minute. I, I, I need to grab one more thing. All right. Okay, um, you, run, you run up to your room, uh, the others will stay down. Go I ahead. run up to my room and I, uh, I go into a, a chest where I've put some of my clothes and I pull out a photo, a, a, a worn, a grizzled photo of, of me and my husband and I take it and I put it in my chest, in my cleavage, and I um, open up my second snuff box and I wrap the contents of that different substance mm-hmm. in more cloth for padding. Close it up, put it in my pack, and head downstairs. Okay. Not the substance <clears throat> that you... Asked questions about recently? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. And you rejoin the others downstairs? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you get downstairs, you can see through the window that Fog's on his way back with the horses. Ladies and gentlemen, mount up. I say we uh, take a leisurely, less bumpy stroll back up to the, uh, to the pit. Okay. I agree. I'll have gone into Doc Cochran's office and grabbed some uh, canvas tarp or sheet to come out and okay. roll up. Yeah, his office was open. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, Roll up, uh, Cynthia. Yep. Did you send her her sister? Uh, <laughs> oh, when we see him next. I was like, Jesus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did you hand her? Uh, we, uh, we cremated her. The Reverend had me distracted. Well, he's a lot lighter after a few weeks in the ground. Oh, oh my sorry. goodness. Well, dehydrated. Boy, let's oh. see. How many <laughs> bennies? Yeah, I'll leave him. I was going to take one away. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. You come out of uh, Doc Hochran's office, Art, and you approach the body of Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Roll her, roll her back, cover up the canvas. Mm-hmm. Pick her up, put her on the back of one of the horses. Okay. Have you ever done a funeral service twice, Reverend? Can't say that I have. No. <sighs> I'm glad that we get to share this experience together. Right. Hmm. Shall we? Okay. 
you guys head out of town by the Northwest Trail. After about a few minutes, you arrive at the graveyard. The uh, scene is similar to as it was before, except there's no fog. Oh. There's still a hole where, while Bill was, there's still a hole where your sister was, but there's no fog at the moment. Are any of the other graves disturbed, or is everything pretty much the same? Like It seems undisturbed. Go ahead and give me a, a notice check. <laughs> Four. Oh, no, both of them exploded. So six and five, eleven. Okay. Um, nothing else is disturbed. You guys didn't get to see a lot of the ground ground because of the fog last time you were mm-hmm. there, but none of the other graves are disturbed. Nothing has been... Everything looks quiet. Everything looks quiet and calm. I would say three quarters of the town has deserted it. <sighs> there's no one visiting relatives. There's there's no one. There's everything is exactly as it were. Nothing else on the ground, additional or anything like that. Uh, Arabella, I assume your sister's plot will do. Yeah, that'd be fine. Let's make this quick. I don't want to be here too long. And a burial is what you would prefer in this case. You think we should take any other precautionary measures, just in case? It kind of crept into my mind. Yeah. I would second that motion. All right. Let's get her in the grave. You guys will remember, because she was one of the recently buried people in Deadwood, that her grave was a lot more shallow than the uh, one that Reverend fell into, so it's not a problem to sort of just lay her down in there. It's only a couple feet. Now, by by other precautions, do you are you saying we should... Burn, young lady? I think we should. Either that or remove the, you know, head. Yes. I think uh, in many cultures, cremation is considered a respectful way. You know, that would be. um, Let's do it. Mm hmm. Some lantern oil? Or take and unscrew the lantern just just enough to kind of start a fire. Okay. Scattered a bit. I um, walk forward and I take off the tear catcher around my neck and I pop open the lid and pour it out. Say my goodbyes. No more tears. Light a match, throw it. Okay. The oil catches fire quickly. The body burns as the five of you stand around the grave. The body just burns. It's uh, just occurred to me that we left Z.B. Farman in the, in the drugstore. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is open, but... Uh, should we take similar precautions? Ooh. Oh, good point. It seems these are uh, undead creatures. I'll handle it. Thank you. I can jump up onto the horse. And as I'm turning turn around, like, meet me at the docks as you guys are heading out of town. Yeah. And just head off that way. Okay. You ride back into town. It only takes you a couple minutes. You get to Doc Cochran's office. The door's open. 
go inside and face down is Farnham's body. They got a bowie knife and just carve the head off. Okay. You want to leave it there? I'll take the head and kick it in the corner and throw a couple of heavy blankets over it just to keep it separate. Okay. Okay. But I ain't got time to worry too much about it now. Yeah. Best star sharp. <laughs> Let's see, roll for headbutting. That's about all he'd be able to do. Maybe a bite? Um, uh, no, you guys are smart. Okay, cool. So, uh, you want to ride back up to the party? Yeah. While he's gone, is anything, you guys discuss anything, anything happen? He's be gone about, he's gonna be gone about five minutes. Yeah, Farnham yeah, had a small head like... and neck to... <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say wait for the um, flames to die down a little bit and then we can bury her. Mm-hmm. Because she was already pretty decomposed, it doesn't take very long, a few minutes, for you to tell that, you know, even though the oil flame itself is still going, the, the body's pretty much, the body's unrecognizable, pretty much. It's, it's turning to ash. So we cover her up, and we rebury her, mm. or rebury whatever's left. The fire goes out. As the sand goes in. Thank you all for that. You're very strong. I think your sister would be proud. I think she would approve of my friends. Has Clayton rejoined us? That was about when Clayton would come back, yeah. All right. I suppose now is the time for us to, to head out. All right. What time of day is it about? It's going to be about, I would say, three to four in the afternoon. So oh, you guys would get there probably just about at when night would be hitting. Mm. If you want to avoid the narrow canyon that you took a few days ago to get up to the site originally, it would put you there around nine o'clock. What would be the chance of a second stampede, right? I mean, that'd be kind of absurd. That would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean... <laughs> it's a well-scheduled stampede every night. <laughs> exactly. I'm no mathematician, but I, I feel like we should be safe. The, the, the migration you. cycle is very <laughs> short exactly. here in North Dakota. We might as, we might as well. You motherfuckers. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You guys want to take the narrow canyon? Take the narrow canyon. Sure. Sure. Okay. You guys ride out for a few hours before you reach... The narrow canyon. Um, anything you guys want to say to each other? Anything else additional before we before we move on? Just want to leave space for you, Miriam. When I came out to Deadwood, I had nothing to lose. I'm only richer now for having come here. I don't necessarily get the same sense from you, though. Unless I'm mistaken, which I can admit when I'm wrong. No, you're right. There is still something that weighs on me. Then why? Why do all this? Why risk your life? I didn't leave my husband behind in Cheyenne. I left him behind in a shack halfway between here and Cheyenne dead of the parks. You're not the only one who's had to burn a loved one. I'm so sorry. He was 
a man of many talents and always told me that I had even more than he did. <laughs> he was a healer and also a bit of a scoundrel. Fuck, he sounds like he could have been handy. <laughs> before he lost his ability to, to speak coherently, he told me to make sure that he died a, a clean death. And so I burned him. Oh. Like your sister. I don't know what those many talents are other than procuring goods for other people and whatever it is that they might need. And right now, one of the things that I'm carrying, it may be of use to us, it may be of danger to us. I don't know what to do with it. I take out one of my snuff boxes and I open up and I unwrap two bottles of nitro. On horseback? No, no, we've, we've stopped. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Just want to show you. I've stopped. We've stopped behind. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm an excellent rider. There's plenty of cushioning here too. <laughs> don't worry. We're we're finding the little valley this time. Exactly. You'll see at the bottom of your character sheet, you can roll for nitro boob stability. It's a new homebrew that we've added. I haven't known what to do with it, but I feel like we may need to use it this time. I have no earthy idea on where you got that, and I don't think that that's the important part here. I don't think you want to know where I got any of the goods that I have. I suppose it's time to share this with the gentleman, isn't it? Gentlemen, I seem to have come into um, ownership of these two bottles. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, and I have stopped, thank you very much. Unfortunately, I don't know that I have necessarily the athletic skill to be using them. Well, I'll be damned. Nice, nice to have in your back pocket. Uh... Any other surprises you got on you like that? Anyone? <laughs> Anybody is a particularly good thrower? I'm not bad myself. I suspect that you might be the best. You do have a throwing skill you can check and see, you guys? I have none. I'm amazing. Mm, really? I don't believe uh, that's him. That's a lie? <laughs> that I think I need true. both those nitros that is not at my true. disposal. Okay, so I wrap them back up in the extra fabric that I wrapped them up in, and then inside the the box, and I hand them to him. Smart move, Reverend. Uh, okay, as as the sun's starting to kind of get low, and they were having this little moment here, just kind of look out. And I have a question for y'all, real fast, if you don't mind. Uh, we've seen some strange things. We've shared some strange things. There's one thing that's been kind of eating away at me. Some of the things you've been doing. That that little little shared dream. That dealer, whatever it is, y'all keep toying with out there. Been some pretty great stuff, but you know, a lot of things that scare me, but that scares the living fuck out of me. Do you trust it? 
No. At this point, I'm not sure what to think. I'm just trying to survive. I know that faith, sometimes blind faith, has become a part of my everyday routine, so I don't know if trust is the right word, but I've given myself over to it. It's helped us. It hasn't hurt us yet. That's about all I can say. Faith's an interesting point, but survival. Survival I can understand. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. Anything yeah. else? Fuck any God-given talents. I think you've earned all of yours. Thank you, young lady. Let's ride. Mm. Okay, you guys get back on your horses. Continue the ride as you crest the familiar final hill. You guys made through the canyon with no stampede. I had 400 horse minis painted, but I'm afraid it's <laughs> the final encounter. It's just a little bit too much time. With every yes. horse in the West. We see three hyenas up on the ledge, and one of them's like. As you crest that familiar final hill to the clearing, where just a few yards before you is the snake pit. Um, there's no longer smoke coming from it. You would have seen it sooner. Not yet. But you do see, with its back turned to you, a hooded figure in a cloak looking down into the pit. And as you guys... Are you going to stay on your horses, or do you want to get off? You're still, you're still several yards back. I'm going to stay astride. You stay astride? Have the, has the figure seemed to notice our presence? It's just looking down in the pit right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say horses aren't the most quiet. Yeah, I would second that. Things to approach. Maybe it's best we take this to foot. Agreed. Someone Calvary, someone foot? I'll stay on horseback, but I'll stay back here. Make All a stealth right. check for me. All of us? Just a just him. Explode that motherfucker. Explode that motherfucker. Get it? Explode yes! that motherfucker. Yes! 19. No, 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 19. You can get 19. closer with that horse if you want to. Both uh, the horse and I both go. Anyone else gonna stay on horseback? Stepping mm -hmm. off. Stepping off. Trust that. Yeah, I'll trust that. I'll pop off as well. Okay. Make sure all guns are fully loaded. Mm -hmm. Guns are loaded. And the Hammers rest of the horses are tied back there. Tied yeah, you up. guys would tie them off the trees. Yeah. Probably similar to the same place where you guys did before. All right, as you start slowly and quietly and very stealthily while on a horse, approach. As you get about, I don't know, I would say 15 feet away, you see the figure turn its head towards you. And remove the cloak. And as he does, 
you see what's left of the familiar white hair and mustache of Doc Cochran. And he turns around and he looks at each of you and he says, I'm the servant. Your servants, but I'm the servant. And you can tell his face starts to sort of distort and you see the cloak sort of start to rip open, the buttons are ripping open. You see his mouth start to open wider and wider and out of his mouth you see a snake-like tongue come out. But the snake-like tongue is followed by a snake's mouth and you see as Doc Cochran's head starts to be peeled back like skin as a giant snake head comes out of his body followed by another giant snakehead shedding almost completely now the body leaving the body of Doc Cochran obliterated in the dirt and as the body is about to hit the ground a third snakehead comes out it's time to see what cards you're dealt oh Oh, shit that's grotesque is this a three headed snake is that what's happening here or is it three different snakes it looks like it's a three headed snake it looks like a three headed snake the three-headed snake. <laughs> <laughs> Swapped our map out. Ooh, Ooh yes, Ace of Spades. Ooh, four clubs. So Nine of Hearts. Queen, Queen of Hearts. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, Miss Miriam. Ten of Diamonds. Miss Miriam is always so slow. So, as you have watched Doc Cochran transform and basically be had his body shed from him like a snake. Uh, you saw three snake heads poke out and at the, as the end of Doc Cochran's body is sort of being shedded off like skin, you see two feet step out from the remains of Doc's body and a long tail. What is that? Oh, shit. Technically, he's standing right outside the pit, so you guys can see what what we're looking at here. Now, (laughs) I will let you put yourselves wherever you want to put yourselves. Oh. On the perimeter? Yeah, I would say that if you guys, while this was happening, started running in crazy directions or sticking together and going somewhere, I would say it took probably about 30 seconds for that whole sort of transformation to be complete. And so once you saw that stuff freaking out, if you guys wanted to run around, do whatever, you're absolutely... But you can place yourselves where you would like to be on the board. I'm fucking right. I'm off of my goddamn feet. standing on a horse. Preacher got secrets. You are on a horse. It's like a Soleil, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm getting behind something. Uh, On foot, probably couldn't get too far in the time period. Probably trying to get about. Yeah, you guys can get get yourselves onto the board, but not super deep into the board. Behind that guy, yeah, exactly. Where are you going, wishes? Well, I'd say I'm uh, I'm gonna run over there near uh, Miriam in that area. Okay. And I'm gonna be. Also, we're just behind the rock a little bit, both of us. I'm gonna be behind that rock. Okay. Well. You guys, you guys feel good? Yeah. Okay. As he steps I mean, out as good as you can. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As he 
steps out into this form. Shit. And he's kind of looking, and you see all three of the heads sort of looking in different directions and sort of marking where all of you are located that he could pretty much see. And he's tall, he can see all of you. Most of you are about like half or whatever covered, but he can see, he can see pretty high up there. For now, he's gonna stay where he is, Reverend Mason. Uh -huh. You're up first. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I'm going to uh, ride my steed uh, around his six. Okay. And can I come within enough distance of the pit to <laughs> look inside and see what's in there while I am standing <laughs> on the top of my... No, no he's not riding. really standing. I would say, um, yeah, you could see down the pit, and it looks as it was before, except I would say the <laughs> corpse of the Irishmen are a little bit more decomposed. There's still thousands of snake corpses and bones and things like that. No that movement. There. No movement that you can see at this time. No. Okay, great. Outside uh, of the three heads... Uh, the three-headed snake. Okay. It's the only, only thing moving right now. Uh, so I'll get I'll get around here just to fully uh, surround him. Okay. And we'll see what a little damage does. And with my offhand, I'll reach behind my back and pull out my forty-caliber star revolver, cock the hammer, and fire off a shot. Wow. Okay. Not your shotgun. No. Okay. The Reverend has produced a new weapon into the into the fold. Let's have a look. Ugh. Nope. I'm just, I miss. It's a two. You miss. Okay. Miss your cards. Um, <laughs> your movement is done. Arabella. Oh, shit. Uh. You are placed here behind this rock. <clears throat> group of rockings. I don't know what to do. Um, as soon as I hear the reverend shot, I'm going to take that as a sign, and I will pull out my cult army and fire off a shot and see. I'll kind of crouch down, try and use the um, rock okay. to steady my aim. Four, success. Go ahead and roll to see if you do damage or not. Okay, um, eight damage. All right, you fire your weapon, <laughs> and from where you are, it hits him in one of his arms, and the other one hits him in his leg and he moves towards you a few feet. Oh. But you, he does not appear to be affected by those two shots. Doesn't appear to be affected. Does not. Do you want to move anywhere? Yeah, I'm gonna, as soon as I start seeing him come towards us, I'm gonna freak out and start heading towards this rock over here. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Clayton the Coffin Sharp. Okay. Six. Yeah. All right. Seeing him storm away from that hole, heading in the direction of a large cluster of current allies. And oh, shit. Based on the kind of somewhat effective pep talk from Mr. Fogg over there, I kind of look down at my hands, envisioning that moment the day before, seeing those sparks of energy shooting through the veins and whispering to myself, I. I don't know what or who gave us this, but there's a time to give in. Now it is. I step out from behind the rocks. I'm trudging forward, focusing on the glistening eyes of the serpent faces and attempt to rob them of their vision, just concentrating as I try and invoke blind on them. Blind. 
cupcake. Blind. Come on. Come on. Come on. Blindness. How many PowerPoints would you like to bid for? To bid for. Oh. Don't get greedy. Greed ain't cheap. your power six okay clubs four diamonds okay. jack of hearts oh boy we're all over the place ace ace high yeah. spades high, four oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. at least got two right he's got trying to bid for three no, no i no. bid three oh. he bid he figure. bid three and the dealer gave him two <laughs> so you can spend. You can use your grip points, which is one, to replace one of yeah. the cards if you'd like to. Just choose wisely which card you'd like to replace. Oh man, I'm gonna have to take back that six because yeah. the face cards, I think, is yeah. where the luck is. Uh-huh. Keep my friends around me. Oh my God! Come on! Come on! Just gonna pull from the middle. Another pair. Ooh. Another pair. No. Sadly, Clayton, your spell has no effect. You. First to cast a spell, first to fail at a spell. <laughs> That's the Matthew Mercer brought in the top. Oh, no. <laughs> you feel that that rush of energy inside of you that you that you that has become sort of familiar to you since you guys had that dream and were gifted these huckster powers. And as you focus and you try super hard to cast blindness, he sort of turns around and looks towards you, one of the heads, and he says, "Weaker servant." And then he turns back around, and he's going to move back over towards Arabella. Mm. Do you want to move at all? I'm going to continue to pursue with the western movement I can, which okay. is one, two, three, four, five, six. You can say that's my turn. I try. You try. <laughs> hey, that was so good. Most of your fucker spells have been working. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know. Yeah. No, that was we would do. We would do. Ain't that true? And in fairness, you 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 bid for much higher than the rest of us. That's I, true. It would have been I, worth it. That's I'm true. I'm the only one left that hasn't done it. Yeah. I don't know that I will. Aloysius Fog. It's your turn, my friend. Well, there's no use in running around with some nitro in my hand. Uh, I say, uh, come on. I, you know, I was gonna I was gonna throw it into the pit and see if maybe if, if that uh, that affected. Uh, you know uh, what what he was doing, but uh, but he's kind of in the way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it throw it at him through. You know if it if it hits if it misses him, maybe it'll fall into the pit. Sure. Okay, so you can you can definitely hit it from where you're at. Uh, throw as far as your your throwing distance goes. Make a throwing check for me, please. Come throwing on. check. Come Let's on, baby. See if, okay, yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Four. Four goes wild. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll for me three D6s. Three D6s. All right. I think roll two first. That's yes. Nice. Eleven. One explodes. Yes. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. So that's uh, fourteen. And that's you have fourteen. One and one more. Five. Nineteen. Five. Nineteen. Nine, total of nineteen. Total of nineteen. Give me a second, please. With a nineteen damage, I want for you to describe for me throwing the nitro at the creature. How do you want to throw this at it? 
<laughs> Let's see. Um, I spit in my hand, grab the uh, gra- grab the grab the nitro, and uh, and kind of kind of chuck it like a like a like a shot put. You know, I try, so so um so uh yeah maybe I spin a little. Why don't I spin? Let's just spin a little bit and chuck this thing right there. Right, right at, at its chest. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make sure um, that that I, that I don't miss uh, the um, the thing that's holding holding these heads together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's like the mutual, oh. like the mutual yes. neck area. Yeah, yeah, mutual neck area. Mutual yeah. neck. Okay, as you do, <laughs> my high school band. <laughs> the mutual neck area. <laughs> uh, you throw the eight ounce vial of nitro at the creature. It hits in the amulet around its neck and explodes. The heads. You see them spin violently and thrash at the air as if they could stop whatever was happening too late. It was, they, they were not expecting this. This head is shaken. This head is wounded. Oh. This head is wounded. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. As the, as the, it sort of settles, he, turns around and you see all of the heads sort of looking in different directions and he, he definitely saw where that was coming from and moves closer to where you guys are. Fog, would you like to make any movement now that you've finished your action? Yeah, let's run towards the pit. Okay. Uh, behind it. No, he said behind it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, fine, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, you can jump over it, but, but, uh, but, but come, behind, exactly, it, it where, where it's going towards uh, uh-huh. the, uh, the away point. from the pit. Come, 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 come forward, five, come six. forward. There you go, there you go. Okay, up next, it's going to be the former Doc Cochran's turn. Mm. Oh no, me. Sad for me. He's going to turn around as he saw fog running this way, and he is extremely pissed. He's so mad, he doesn't even want to keep this wound. He wants it to, he's gonna to come towards you and he's gonna make a bite attack with one of his heads. Oh. oh, wow. Okay, he's fast. He's on foot, he's fast, he's got arms, he's got three heads. He gets to you rather quickly. He goes to take a bite at you. You are shaken. And you have one wound. After that, he's going to turn back around to face the direction of Miriam. Miriam, it's now your turn. Can I run first and shoot? You right? absolutely okay. can. So I'm going to run as far as I can around the back and and towards the sort of like in Arabella's direction, but you or going five, four, five, six. There we go. And uh, once I get as far as I think I can, I'm going to spin around and I'm going to I'm going to brace myself as as quickly as I can uh, and and shoot with my Winchester. Okay, go ahead and fire. Miss. Mm. Okay. You can spend a poker chip to re-roll. I would like to re-roll. Six. There you go. Explode. Six. Explode. Six. Oh my god! Oh my god! 
and two. So that's 20. I spin around, I turn, I brace it, and you say, you stay away from him! 20? Yes. Go ahead and roll damage, please. Fuck off. It definitely hits. (laughs) Does she roll extra dice? Um, It'd be an extra d6. Extra d6. Okay, so then two, exploding eight, so that's 10. 10 and three is 13, and four is 17. 17, okay. And I aim for that same mutual neck. I want it it going down. Okay, from the angle that you were at, you fire, sure, yeah, you fire, you hit just under the amulet, piercing his uh, scaly, thick, nasty skin. He's going to spend a Benny to heal himself. Can you do that and when it's not? wounded him again. Okay. He might be able to, perhaps because of the initiative card that he pulled, he might be able to for some other reason. Okay. But you have, he healed himself quickly and you've wounded him again. Okay, Reverend Mason, mm-hmm. it's now your turn. I'll use that Worked. free action to continue around <clears throat> and try and get closer to Mr. Sharp. Okay, so you on horseback... <clears throat> Can move faster, and you can do another. You can do another free action there. Yep, there you go. Right. And I'll hop off the. Uh, I'll hop off the horse. You want to hop off the horse? Yeah. Okay. I'll slap it on the ass. Be like, go home, Sally. That horse runs <laughs> in that direction as fast as it possibly can. Okay, um, Arabella. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to. Can I run over and peek down into the pit? Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do that. You could see down in there. Okay. Run over. Look down. What do I see? You see exactly what you saw last time, except no smoke. You see the snake corpses. You see bones. You see the uh, the dead uh, Irishmen that were there before. They're just a little bit more decomposed. Okay. Yeah. You I don't saw- see any, any other creatures like Doc Cochran or anything. Just the just the. Uh, Big old pit. The big old pit with the big old snake guts and, and bones and everything in there. And I still have time to do an action? Of course. All right, I'm gonna pull out the dynamite. Okay. One stick, a grouping. You said a grouping, it's mm-hmm. four. But it's a shorter throw range, right? True. Yeah, because you're just, you're in this case, it's not really a throw. You're just going to drop it in there. Into the into the pit? Yeah, if you miss, or if that's I... just Darwinism. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything in the bottom of the pit worth doing that for? All you can see is the, the bones and the <laughs> yes! Irishman. Bodies! Dynamite! Fucking do it! <laughs> I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to light yeah! it and throw the whole thing in. Okay. All four sticks. All four sticks. I don't know. I don't know. All four sticks. Roll four d6 for me, please. Okay. Oh, Lord. That one explodes. Another six is 20. 20. Exploding again. 24 damage. Okay. Yo. You throw that grouping of dynamite into the pit, and it lands all the way down. It's about... 30 feet or so down, I think I said before. It lands directly in the center, and you're sort of just breathing as you're watching the fuse just get closer and closer and closer. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
there is an explosion and all the way up past the pit, I would say 20 feet above where all of you were standing is snake guts and bones <laughs> and pieces of Irishman's body and teeth oh. and dirt and pieces of the mining equipment and everything just starts getting exploding all around with everything else. <laughs> the, the sides of the pit start filling in with sand and the pit starts sort of collapsing on itself and it gets to the point to where enough of it basically has filled the pit to where it's only about five to six feet deep now. It's, oh, it's, it has been totally filled in by that dynamite blast. Oh. Except for about five or six feet of the, the top of the pit okay. there. But it, you, that sucker, that was an explosion. I don't know if that helped anything, but I did it. What? Did, did the, uh, does this uh, affect the, the, uh, the Cochrane in any way? None whatsoever. No, it wasn't. The Cochrane. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, he, he's definitely pissed, but he doesn't seem to react to that very much at all outside of trying to figure out who his next target is going to be. <laughs> Um, fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I guess. Clayton, mm-hmm. I don't know. since you... <laughs> I guess. You, must have been you didn't do it, I was going to. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Clayton. Yes, Marshall. It's now your turn, but before your turn, because you did fail to meet the required points in your bid right. with the dealer, there may be some backlash. Wouldn't surprise me. Herpes. <laughs> Clayton, I need you to make a vigor roll, please. Oh, Great. Shit. Oh, for perfect. Serious. Perfect. Oh. All righty. When you're good at this, right? I am. Yeah. Right. You only suffer one point of fatigue. Okay, okay. Okay. There you go. Wow. What was? Wow. Yeah, that, 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 that was not even a thing. That was an eight. And he still got one. So. Good lord. All right. All right. Okay. It is now your turn if you would like to move and act. All right. So the one point of fatigue for me is minus one to my my checks. Is that how that works? No. Two points of fatigue and you are incapacitated. Ah. Yes. Problematic. Okay. Okay, uh, I feel the wind drawn out of me and looking at my hands. I don't know why I tried to deviate from my specialty in the first place. Yeah! <laughs> guns. Okay. And I'm just gonna go ahead and step forward, just firing at the previously known as Doc Cochran. Okay. I'd like to call him the Dick Cochran. The Dick Cochran. The Dick Cochran. The Dodeca Cochran. I'm gonna step over here. The Dick Cochran. Can I have two shots? Okay, go ahead and roll for firing your weapon, please. Uh, five in the first shot. Okay. Ooh, exploding on the eight. 15 minus two, because it's offhand. 13, second shot. Both of those hit. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Throw in one more d6. All Plus right. one. First, one. Four damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second roll. This one hit hard. Uh, nine damage. Okay. Nine. 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 Neither one of them hit. They no. both miss. He's moving so quickly. Son of a fuck his tail. Shit. His tail is moving so quickly. Your first shot, he bats it away with the tail. The second shot, one of the heads just ducks out of the All right, quickly. I'm going to go ahead and take a step back. This would be my last bit of movement step there. Step back there. Like, okay. Yeah. 
caught them both. Ready for the next round. Ready for the next round. Okay. Aloysius Fog. I need to get rid of these um, hula hoops. Yeah, you can roll. Uh, you, you need to roll to be unshaken. So go ahead and make a vigor roll. Come a vigor roll? Or vigor spirit. Roll. Spirit, See, sorry. Um, spirit Spirit. Uh, spirit. That, yeah, that it's right be, above uh, vigor there. Okay, That's then. Good. then uh, good. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We've got, uh, we got. That's even better. Eight and. All right, here we go. Come on. Let's hit. see. Yeah, we got a hit. We got a five. And uh, and the two, so six, uh, seven. Fantastic. Aloysius Fog is no longer shaken. Still but you're still <laughs> wounded. Go ahead and take your wound. All right, well, you know what? If it doesn't kill you, make it stronger. <laughs> go ahead and turn that face down. There we go. Beautiful. Okay, so you still have an action and movement. Well, uh, I grabbed that other nitro. Go for it, baby. Go for it, baby. <laughs> and I and I, I say under my breath to myself, "Turn your back on me." And I I run I, I run uh, 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 cut half the distance between my, myself and the uh, and the De Cochran. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you run towards yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, and pretty much uh, smash this thing like right into the into the uh, uh, into oh, the shit. neck of his uh, the back of his neck. Get you close. want to smash it with your hand? No, no, no. I mean, no, no. It's just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, like a like a like a faraway slam dunk. You know that, that it's uh, that, that I, I I throw it, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. To, okay. to, very close to right. the back of its yeah. uh, to the back to the back of his neck. Yeah, okay, go ahead and give me a throwing roll, please. Throwing roll. Let's see. All right, that's a hit. That is uh, seven. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. It's going to be three d six for the uh, 3D6. nitro. Let's see, seven and one more. Is uh, twelve. Get it. So, as you throw the nitro at the back of this creature, it hits it just where the sort of back of the amulet is, and you see sort of thunder forward, and it turns around. It's flailing its arms wildly, and it it goes actually turns around and falls into the pit. <gasps> And suddenly, you see as the flames sort of start to catch and spread over its body, former Doc Cochran explodes. You see shards of him go everywhere, all over the place, completely obliterates it. And then the dirt underneath, as it starts to settle, the dirt starts to sort of move in different places in a way that looks familiar to you. And you see that Doc Cochran has exploded into several smaller, but still terrifying <gasps> creatures that are now crawled their way out of the pit. Son of a bitch. You recognize these creatures from the first time you were at this pit. Thanks a lot, Mr. Fogg. Have <laughs> <laughs> a goddamn friend, <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. So. Okay, okay. Extremely successful with the nitro, my friends. Congratulations. 
Um, I think we just got to stage two a little bit faster than before. All right. Wait till you see stage nine. Oh, <laughs> it's a nine course meal. Nine days. Yeah. Okay, so. So do, can, do I still have a movement action? Yeah, go ahead and move yeah, if yeah. you can want. I, can I move? Uh, you want to go back I... back behind the rocks? Run away! Yes. Back here? <laughs> Is this cool? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Just think to myself, son of a bitch. Miriam, it's not your job. Thank you. So noticing that my giant, noticing that the closest creature to any of us happens to be the one closest to the Reverend, I would like to, can I shoot that far with my rifle? Oh, we got my Winchester. Yeah, yeah, with, your, yeah, with yeah. your rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're All over right. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Go going ahead to, and, uh, I'm gonna aim for that little fucker. Okay. Not so little. You can also move beforehand if you want to, whatever you want to do. I don't know that I want to move towards that guy. Yeah, so, okay. come on in the bottom. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just let her be work it, slightly work cowardly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shooting. Nothing about this is cowardly. This is, right? <laughs> Six. Yes. And five. Eleven. Yes. Yes. Eleven yes. to hit. Eleven to hit. Eleven to hit. It hits. Go ahead and roll damage for me, please. Uh, oh. So add it. Yeah, add another D6. Yeah, leave that. That's fine. It's not cocked. Six. No, but that's on a D8. That's on a D8. Oh, wait. Twelve. I got my 2D8. Hey! There we go. Twenty. Twenty-three and... 27. Okay. Right as that Shit. <laughs> right as that creepy looking snake is about to lunge at the reverend. <laughs> reverend, you hear a shot from behind you and you don't see anything except for you feel all of the blood and guts and skeleton bones of that creature as it's exploded. <laughs> fly against your back and your body. That creature. Yes. No Very yes, well Miriam. done, Mary. So as I as that happens, I just start laughing and I go, I still got you, Reverend! And I move back. Okay. Thank you. Up next is going to be this one here. Is this you, uh That's me? Was that yeah. six? He's gonna turn around towards you. I need you to make a vigor roll, please. Oh, perfect. That's that's good. That's a good sign, right? Uh, four. Four. Mm-hmm. Okay. The creature is just sort of looking at you. It's now Reverend Mason's turn. Uh, I will uh, swipe the muck off of my person. And I will uh, pull out the shotgun, and I'll move uh, half my speed towards here. Yeah. Okay. So one, two, three, three okay. four, five. Give me two more. You want to do two more? Okay. Yeah, come four, here, motherfuck. All right. Cool. <laughs> and I'll empty both <laughs> barrels into uh, Squidward over here. Okay. Good. <laughs> Squidward. Uh, I'm gonna use one of these to Ooh, add a d6 to that roll. Okay. Please do. That's a six. Yes. Yeah. So that's ten. Uh, so twelve. That hits. Hit. Go ahead and roll damage for me Great. with that gun, please. Uh, so that's three d six so. plus another d six. That explodes. Yes. Get it. Seven. Uh, twelve. Get it. Uh, 
15 and that additional d6. Uh, that's 17 points of damage. Okay. You are close enough to this creature and it's it's moving, but it's, it's it doesn't want to fall back in the pit. So you blast it and you see the whole top half of it just go and all this ooze and this yes. black tar starts scre- screeching out of it and the second half of its body just sort of just tumbles into the... Yeah. Tumbles into the... Oh. Um, you have a square left of movement, I believe, I'm if you okay want to. where I am. Okay. Um, Arabella, I need you to make a vigor roll for me, please. All right. Six. Exploded out. Five. Uh, Eleven. Fog, go ahead and give me a vigor roll as well, please. All right, vigor, vigor. C5. Wonderful. Clayton, make a vigor roll for me. That's a three. That's a three. Yeah, that's a three. That's, you, that's, you, that's a, a, you have a Benny. You do have a Benny. You have a Benny if you want it. I'm saving him. Yeah. <laughs> This one has been spent. By so, as this creature is looking at you and you're looking at it, it doesn't mouth anything, but you hear in your mind, you think this is all I've got. Oh, shit. You gain another point of fatigue. <gasps> oh. You now have two points of fatigue. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> This creature, after finishing that with you, is going to slither its way over behind the Reverend. Ah. And he is actually going to make a bite attack against the Reverend. And the Reverend. Bite in the ass. Yeah, they can slither slither (laughs) fast. They can slither fast and far. So. Two of these guys left. Two of these guys left. Can I throw my Benny at the serpent? I know that lots of dice. <laughs> no, no, less dice. Oh. Smaller numbers. <laughs> Nine, six, two. One, just a couple of one. All right. The creature slithers up behind you. It wraps itself around your leg, pulls you to the ground, and bites you right in your stomach. Oh, shit. Ah! What? You are shaken. And you have one wound. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, the creature is then going to slither away in this direction and sort of hang back. And as he does that, this one sort of slivers, slithers away in this direction and hangs back. Very interesting. Bartender. I believe we have a wounded reverend over here. Ooh, are you gonna take that wound or are you gonna soak that wound? You're gonna take the wound oh, or are you yeah. gonna soak that wound? Oh, you only have, mm. you have one <clears throat> fate one ship left. <coughs> I will soak the wound. No. Let it ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Denied. There you are, sir. Thanks. With my thanks. 
<sighs> Mr. Aloysius Fogg. Well, my, uh, my revolving rifle is empty, but my, uh, my revolving pistol is not. I, yeah. I unholster that, that, that thing. I, uh, You're right at it. You know what? I mean, if I could, I'd, sti I'd, I'd stick the hilt of this thing in its mouth. And, okay. And pull the trigger. It's moving around a little too much for you to get close to it and do that. I, you, you can try to stick it in its mouth, but I would make you roll it a minus yeah, four. Because so right, well, that just, would be kind of a cold shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All if you right. want to just shoot at it, pinch since you're so close. Sure, sure. Go ahead, yeah. All right. Let's see, that's uh, six minus one, so, so a six, so it hits. That does hit. Go ahead and roll damage for me for that All shot. Right. One. And a five. So the snake Toughness. moves out of the way. He's going to slither away from you because you just shot at him, and he's going to try and bite at Miriam's legs. Um, it's going to make an attack at you, dear Miriam. Let's hope the thickness of your gown is snake bite proof. And my leather coat. And your leather coat. <laughs> what words are you thinking right I now? I know, I know. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. Mm. <laughs> Miriam, you are shake. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It is now your turn. You have movement and action. What would you like to do? You All have... right. I. There's not like attack of opportunities or anything if I move away from this guy. Is there? Okay. I'll back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I am going to think about what I pulled off at the gym saloon yesterday at the church. Oh. And I'm going to remember Reverend screaming, don't we have lanterns? Um, like six seconds ago. And I'm going to channel that lantern light and I'm going to try and cast light again. Okay. okay. Fucking, fucking tired of these motherfucking snakes and this motherfucking Woo. Dakota Hills. Woo. Hey, Jane, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, um, the dealer would like to know how many points you'd like to bid for. Only two? <laughs> two. Okay. <laughs> Jack, hearts, four of diamonds. Ooh, she's gotta chill. Seven <laughs> of diamonds. Come on, come on. Six Ooh. of diamonds. diamonds. Come, come on. on, come on. Ooh. Is that eight? Okay, so we have four. The, the, oh, those that, are, the last one those are four too? diamonds, right? Yes. Four you got, diamonds. You got okay, a chance get rid of that. Get rid of that jack, right? Yeah, because, for sure. Because that would be a flush, no? Or Could am be. I making that up? No, in my no, head? you get another diamond. You're on a flush. You oh, get a five of diamonds. Five. You're if I get a five of diamonds, pretty. Yeah, or just any you'll diamond, nuke, you'll right? Nuke or them any, out. But any or diamond, any diamond, you get a flush. Will be done. Any diamond will be a flush. It could be a straight. Five, flush. a diamond, or Straight five diamonds. Straight flush, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give me that, give me that, switch out that jack. Pew, pew. Come on, man, come on. I want you to draw from the deck. <sighs> oof, oof, Come on, baby, come oof. on. Why are you on, making me choose on, my baby. fucking fate? Oh. Because you've already chose your fate. Look at these sexy cards. All right, I don't want to die. Oh, it's a 
So, <laughs> you were channeling the energy from the other day when you were able to do this, and are you focusing on that creature right there? I want to focus on, because it's a giant blast, yeah. apparently. Yeah, so I want to, like, focusing on this creature, but I want to make it kind of over top of this pit and just... With a straight like, like fucking flush. Okay, you harness the energy. You start to feel that same sort of arcane energy flowing through you as you close your eyes and you focus. And as you're focusing super hard and, and focusing on these two creatures in this area and trying to cast this light that sort of halts for a second. And right before you're about to cast it, you see the image of your sister's face. But not like she was when she was undead. Like the day you last saw her. <laughs> and it fills you with rage and power. You cast light. It shoots out across the field. Both of the snakes close their eyes and start flailing around. They are now blind. <gasps> okay. Oh, nice. Okay. And, and there's a bunch of light. We'll have other disadvantages minutes? because of that spell. Yes. Okay. So, would you like to move? I will just stumble backwards. I already moved backwards, but a little bit more being, being kind of lean up against this rock. Okay. Okay, so you're back here, and because of that flush. Yes! Hallelujah. Yeah. Come on, baby. Get your green. Get your green. Get your green. No consequences, Betty, which yep. I appreciate. Okay, so fate will do something. This these creatures, one of them shaken and blinded. The other one blinded but not shaken is going to the shaken one is going to come around the rock here and try and get close enough to Miriam because he's pretty pissed at her. And he's going to try and first unshake himself. Let's smell your perfume. Six. Ew. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's how powerful my rolls have been. He does not succeed. He is still shaken so with black. a fucking two. <laughs> I won't tell you the company I got these dice from, but I'm throwing them away after this game. <laughs> yeah, so this one, this one, because he does not remove his shaken status. He's gonna stay where he is, and he's not gonna attack you. He's going to just sit there and still kind of be frightened. So we're gonna move him back. I'll move him back. So it is now going to be Clayton the Coffin Sharp's turn. The Coffin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and now I've been back to back with fog there, kind of looking from my shoulder. We both kind of glance over at this blast of light that's summoned by Miss Arabella over there. Mm -hmm. Fuck, just stick to what works. And I'm gonna spin around between him and Miriam 
and go ahead and fire at the one that's like slowly slithering in her direction to go ahead and keep him at bay. The other one seems to be currently uh, <coughs> assaulted by this strange arcane light and just take two shots at it between the two of them. you want to fire between uh, Fog and, and Miriam or do you want to move around them and then fire? Well, if it's going after Miriam, I'm actually, I'm going to move around and try and get in front of Miriam. <laughs> you want to move this way? Yeah. Away. Okay, so now... You're still a human oh. shield for her, it's awesome. Okay, uh, <laughs> sweet, sweet thing. Go ahead and uh, roll for your shots, please, sir. It'll be done. With your minuses and everything. Yep, minus two. Shot, shot, Ha-ha. shot, shot, shot. Eight explodes. That's a 10 minus two, eight. Okay. So it still hits with the rings. That does hit. Go ahead and roll your second shot. Got it. This one is today, minus four. Six explodes. Okay. That's an 11 minus four. That still brings us to a seven. Both hit. All right. Nice. Go ahead and roll the march. First one get the raise damage die? It does. All right. <laughs> no, the first shot, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, double sixes again. Oh, nice. Can I borrow your oh, dice? I know, apparently. Can I borrow your dice? Come on, Do you know what this is? This is because I touch Laura's dice. At uh-huh. Gen Con. Gen Con. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is my fucking curse. 26, six okay. explodes. Okay. Oh. Two, so 28 points of damage in that first shot. First shot. Okay. Oh, the first shot. <laughs> first shot. How many? 26 on the first shot? How many on the second? I'm rolling. Oh, yet. roll the second then, please. <laughs> Both sixes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this is dumb. Yay! Yes. <laughs> 12. Plus uh, six, that's uh, 18 points of damage in the second. What was the first one? 26. 26. <laughs> that's 40 44. what? 44. 44? Okay, give me one moment, please. I'm gonna say something to you that I've wanted to say for an extremely long time. How the fuck do you wanna do this? So, <laughs> Whirling around in front of Miriam, kind of out of the corner of the eye, kind of give a wink. But don't worry, I got you. Uh, looking across at the creature itself, kind of slithering up its mouth open, I go ahead and just put both barrels down, kind of squint as I aim, and then right as it leaps towards me, whoosh, fire them both at once, right down its gullet. Okay, you fire at once, right down its gullet. The impact of the bullets literally split the creature in two, and one half of it flops to the side, no movement. The other half of it flops to the side, no movement. Upon seeing this, the last remaining creature backs up sort of behind those rocks, and he looks out at all of you, and he says, Weak servants. (laughs) I'd spin my guns at him. Really? <laughs> he scurries away. Oh, slithers he's away blind. into the woods. Does he run into fish? Yeah. <laughs> he's running away. He's running the opposite direction of where he knows all of you are. See a hobbling. How, how fast is he going? Can we Where's still get yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Can we still get him? How fast is he, he going? He slithered away incredibly fast. You terrified. Guys are quick, yeah. Terrified. Um, <gasps> you'd have to get on a horseback to chase uh, him down. That's not worth it. They're tied up. It takes time. So. Anything you guys would like to do around the side of the pit? Is there anything we can do to help them with their wounds? Yeah. Does anyone have a, a good healing? I can attempt some healing, yeah. For the time being, you don't need to. Okay. Okay. Would you guys like to 
do anything else around this area? Where, what would you like to do? I'd like to rest for a minute. Okay. If that's okay. Do you want to go sit down by one of the nearby trees? How? Yeah. And just start hobbling that way, looking down in the pit and see how much of it has kind of fallen and collapsed. It's pretty full of just dirt. You don't see any of the uh, remains or any of the Irishmen. Well, no, they're all the scattered about pits. the outside of they're it now. They're scattered on the outside of it, but the inside, it's just its just a pit full of sand now. Fair enough. That, that dynamite to, just collapsed. Go to one of the trees and just sit down and pull up my canteen. Okay. Um, anything else you guys would like to do at this area? I go over to Clayton and, and try to see if there's anything I can do, if I can give him food, if I can give him water, anything, to try to, to, try to help his fatigue. Oh, Mr. Clayton. Okay. Um, That's not how I talk. Nice chat. Do you want some more ASMR? Go to sleep. So, those of you with points of fatigue, go ahead and remove those. All right. Those of you with wounds, the wounds stay. Okay. Can the, then can we attempt to heal them? I can try and do a little bit of treating real quick, yeah. Do you have medical supplies with you? I've got my good sensibility. Okay. <laughs> we could try to arcanely heal ourselves. I could Ooh. try to arcanely heal ourselves. Ooh. Do you see something in there that could do that? There's a healing mm-hmm. somewhere in there. There's a healing in there, but it's a three. Oh, it's a three? Oh, no. Healing removes wounds less than an hour old. Definitely, I'm not scared. Definitely less than an hour I old. I ain't either. <clears throat> I'll try to heal myself now that the danger is past. All right. You need three points. I'll try to heal myself. You want to see the dealer? Yeah. All right. What the hell just happened here, people? I don't know. That was a three-headed snake jumped out of the mouth of a man. Okay, yeah, let's just um, yeah, we'll talk a, about that later. That was a little yeah, weird. Yeah. That was a little weird. That was, that was a little weird. <sighs> so try <clears throat> process all this. If we got our powers from this being, are we able to give them back? I don't know if we got it from this being, though. We got it from this dealer, fellow. Ten. <laughs> of clubs. Nine of spades. Eight of spades. Nine of spades. Sorry. Eight of spades. Ten. Pair. Ten. Come on. Oh, you need. Come on. Come on. Let's do pair. No, no, no. It's eight and nine. That's an eight and nine. Three of a kind. Three of a kind. Yes. Look at that. You are healed, my friend. You can remove. You can remove your point of wound. It's a miracle. It's now Thank you, Lord. pretty close to the middle of the night. Okay. What would you guys like to do? Do you want to head back to town? Do you want to... Maybe, uh, do? do we have time to head back? How, how long does it take to get back to town? Maybe I can uh, uh, get, some, uh, get some supplies for healing. It's, uh, it's going mean, to take you a few t- hours ride to get back to town. You've got to heal that before it turns into an injury. Oh, yeah. okay. or, I can make an or, attempt. Or it turns into an injury and we... Yeah, three, well... Treat it back home. Two... Or you can see a man about an injury. Yeah. I mean, three, three of a kind in a row. This is, uh, I think we're, you know, we're starting it's to push It's a hot table. It's a hot table, Aloysius. Come on, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's a hot table. Oh, hell, you only live once. No! Oh, shit. Would you like to see the dealer? Let's play the few. Yes! Uh, Why not? Okay. Drive back. Clear those for me if you don't. Mr. Paul. Oh, Mr. Paul. 
Aloysius Fogg. You know what, I, I'm, I'm either, if I don't, I'm gonna end up with an injury anyway, so might as well do something mm -hmm, about it. Mm -hmm. Two. Ooh, that's a rough start. No, no. Not necessarily. Oh. Three of diamonds. Oh. Queen of diamonds. No. Eight. Who? An eight. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You wanted the two okay. points for the healing? It's three for healing. Right? Oh, it's three, three for healing. healing. So you, need to so you can three? you have your grip point if you want to re if you want to redraw one of those cards. Healing cards over there, I think. All right, let's. Um, yes, healing card. Let's take away the two. You want to take away the two? Let's take away the two. Oh come on, come on, Aloysius. have a wound, but that's okay. All right. And I also have a consequence, I do believe. Yeah. You do. Worth, worthy endeavor, worth a try. Mm. Oh, damn. Can't win if you don't play. That's right. <laughs> Fuck, because your, because your hand was not sufficient. Make a smarts roll for me. Smarts roll. All right. All right. Got a four. Okay. Okay. So for the next six days. Hmm. you will start to feel your mind changes happening in your mind. You'll start to forget things that you once knew and memories that were once extremely clear become foggy. No pun intended. Faces of loved ones you can remember, but memories and a lot of the emotional attachments to them no longer connect to your brain for the next six days. Please tell me he remembers the three women. <laughs> you remember their faces. You remember their faces. Oh, right. brother. That's okay. For, for six days. Just have to repeat. Okay. Let's get, let's get. Wow. You have no emotional empathy for six days. No, apparently not. We should get him back as fast as we can mm -hmm. to at least try to get to inside the doc's office and treat whatever we can. Let's right. make our way back to the horses then. Back to the Indeed. horses, Over back there. to camp. Yeah. Okay, you guys get on the horses. You guys have made your way back to town as you crest the hill. It's now in the middle of the night. As you crest the hill down past the graveyard and get close enough to where you can see town, you can see once again all the lanterns in the center of town are lit. The whole thoroughfare is illuminated. As you ride in, in front of the Reverend's church, you see four women positioned in four different places of the town. Miriam, 
You recognize these women. Uh-huh. From the Bella Union Saloon. Yes. Awkward. As you crest the corner, leaning up against Doc Cochran's office is Joni wearing a robe. She looks better than she did the last few times you saw her. She says, You've been gone a little while. Had to keep the town safe, so I brought out the horse assassins. <laughs> we'll be keeping watch. Do you want to say anything to her? Well played. <laughs> Celine kind of gives you a, a wink, and as you guys walk toward the front of the church, you see Al Swearingen standing on the balcony of the gym saloon, holding his coffee cup. And he looks down and he says, Welcome back. <laughs> Some of you a bit worse for wear than others. Uh, I suppose you'd like to tell me what happened and collect your payment. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Right about, right about what we want, yeah. Mm -hmm. He says, Dan, bring him the fuck up! As Door to the gym bursts open and Dan comes out. As we're walking up, Reverend, was some mighty fancy work you did on that horse back there. Ah, <clears throat> uh, thank you. Just, uh, just felt right. Mm-hmm. Just a natural on a horse these days, huh? No. I'm, I'm quite the experienced horseman, actually. <laughs> I served for a bit in the Ohio Cavalry Division over in Fort Collins, Colorado, before I made my way up here. There was an onslaught that attacked our fort. Some terrible sounds in the night, and bunch of my fellow soldiers came back bleeding, dying, everything in between, and I ran. Grabbed a horse and rode into the dark of the night as fast as I could. I felt ashamed about that. Tremendous amount of grief. I tried to start over. Found a preacher in Rapid City, South Dakota. Talked about rebirth, starting anew. Glad it came in handy. Hmm. Cavalry or no, you still needed someone to look after you. I did. I thank you for that. Hmm. Make a pretty good team. Not bad. What about you, Mr. Sharp? You gonna be on your way? I got a meeting with Al Swearingen, I believe, the rest of you folk. We'll take it step after that. Come on. All right. Clayton. Earlier, you had a roll of eight upon grabbing those posters from Farnham's office. Mm-hmm. The bartender will now tell you what you saw. Ooh, you gotta go see the bartender. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bartender. Ooh, bartender wants to see you. You want to see you at the bartender? Ooh. Hello, Mr. Clayton. 
Hey, barkeep. So before I tell you something, would you like a drink? I would, actually. Whiskey or beer? Whiskey for me, please. It's been a whiskey kind of day. All right. Sir, in those flyers you found, you saw a wanted poster for a certain Clayton the Sh Coffin Sharp, as well as a man who looks suspiciously like the Reverend for both murder and desertion. Two flyers, two members of your party, all laid up with wanted symbols on them. Enjoy your drink. Thank you kindly. So, <clears throat> as you make your way into the gym saloon, Dan Doherty kind of smiling at you, he's holding the shotgun. Everybody that's in town still is on guard. They're, everyone's, you know, pretty shook up from what happened. But Dan's got this smile on his face as, you look, as he's looking at you. He says, go on upstairs. As you pass the bar, you see about 20 bottles of whiskey and five shot glasses <laughs> on the bar. Do you want to do anything before you get upstairs, anyone? I'll, I'll, I'll take a shot of whiskey. Uh, I'll be fine. If okay. the Reverend's going to take one, I think we all might. Okay, mm -hmm. so Dan pours you five shots of whiskey. Al comes out and he says, there's more up here waiting for you. Uh, hold mine, I gotta go take a piss real fast. Hey, you gonna go take a piss? I'm gonna go outside and find a little corner on the side of a gem and take the papers out, kind of push them into the ground a bit, light a match, just ignite the whole batch. Ignite the whole batch of the posters that you found in the yeah. uh, in Farms office? Yeah. Okay. Um, that was about 20, 25 pieces of paper. So yeah, you could, you could easily burn, burn all that up. Um, then you want to go back inside? Mm-hmm. Okay. Come back and uh, appreciate the patience. <sighs> to another day of living. L-I-V-I-N. <clears throat> As you get up to Al's office, he's sitting behind his desk. He looks at all of you. Well, who was it? Just as we thought. <sighs> that slithery fuck, Doc Cochran. A fucking grave-digging duck. I had my suspicions, but I would have thought Tolliver, but he's too much of a recluse these days. <clears throat> well? To say it was just Doc Cochran is a bit of an understatement. Yeah, Tell me what it. you mean. Have you had a drink yet? Oh, I always drink. Well, you're gonna need another one because you're not gonna believe this shit. <laughs> he pulls the bottle of whiskey out from, his, out from his desk and pops the cork out of it and slides the shot glass next to the side and takes a sip from the bottle. <laughs> Three snake heads, two arms, one tail, Burned to death by nitro. And emerged from the body of Doc Cochran. From the mouth of Doc Cochran. Oh, yeah. More accurately. To a height of at least 15, 20 feet. At least. For Tuckland, 
biblical Grecian god type. Terrible whatever the fuck it was. Oh, I'm familiar with the human equivalent. He had some sort of amulet around his neck. Hmm. I don't know if that had any affiliation. Burst into flames, writhed and uh, turned into ash, and then rose from the uh, from the ashes as as what seven or eight different maybe twelve, fourteen serpent uh, creatures that we had to fight off. I'm telling you right now, if I didn't think that, if I I would have thought I was crazy if I didn't have four other people having to fight them off with me. And where was this? The original claim. The original claim that I sent you to. Yes. Yeah. Well, it appears George Hurst's men pissed off someone else besides me for digging in the ground. And let me tell you, sir, here's the interesting part. Doc Cochran, self-professed a servant of something. He said that. Him and many of the creatures he seemed to apparate from within and around, but while he managed to deal with that one issue, Whatever it was that Cochrane was the servant of is still out there, and from what we can gather, seems to be a bit prickly about the greed this town draws, which means as long as this town's around, so is whatever this thing is that Cochrane was working for. These creatures you talked about. Mm. Did they turn my sign into a brilliant fucking light yesterday? <clears throat> yes, uh, they did. All sorts of unexplainable shit was happening while they were roaming about. The Reverend fancies himself a liar. Sheriff Bullock told me what you're capable of. Well, shit. I hope he told you. <laughs> I hope he told you, unless extremely necessary, keep that shit to yourself. He did. So it's a little disconcerting that he immediately came and told you, but <laughs> to each her own, I guess. To be fair, it was only a matter of time till Mr. Swearingen found out that's kind of his business, is finding out everything in this town. A building can't be held up by only one pillar. This town has two. He looks at you and he says, all my life people toss me around, use me to fill their fucking pockets. Wasn't until I started thieving and cutting throats, came here and made this fucking place what it is, that I found my true purpose. I've been a thief, a whoremonger, and a throat cutter ever fucking since. You folks found yourself in a situation against forces greater than anyone has ever seen. An evil greater than surely this town has seen. Surely greater than the evil that sits across the table from you now. And he kind of smiles at you. You understand me not getting involved. I had to see to my own interests and contemplate how best to protect the camp. If the king dies, the kingdom falls. I chose you because this town had yet to piss in your ear and poison you. And observing your behaviors and hearing of your reputation, Mr. Fogg. I knew if we stood a chance, you'd find a fucking way. You're free to go. 
Dan has bottomless drinks and your payment downstairs. Should you choose to decompress in an environment less hostile than where you found yourselves hours previous. I included a little extra for your troubles or for your travels. Should the weird goings on in our town be too much for your delicate sensibilities. This place can make you rich. It can make you a fucking legend. But do not allow yourselves for a moment to be mistaken. Greed ain't cheap. Oh, and welcome to fucking Undeadwood. <laughs> Johnny opens the door for all of you to walk out downstairs, and Al looks at you, Fogg, and says, Oh, uh, Mr. Fogg, uh, stay back a minute if you don't mind. You guys want to go downstairs and get your payment and drink mm -hmm. with Dan? Mm -hmm. Okay, Fogg. I, I look at Mr. Fogg, um, I look at Allie, and I say, I'll be alone. See you downstairs? Absolutely. You guys go downstairs? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll stay to the back of them and actually sit by the door and try and listen in. Okay. You want to sit down in front of Al? Sure. Yeah. He grabs two shot glasses from the side, takes the bottle, pours two shots, slides them both towards you and says, you're going to want to drink those. Tell me what you have to say first. Reaches in a drawer of his desk, ruffles through some papers till he gets to the bottom, takes out a folded piece of paper and says, this came across my desk from a friend in another territory. Told me if I ever came across the infamous Aloysius Fogg, he might be interested in this. Forgive me withholding it until you'd see to my interests. If we all died in the past few days' events, the matter would have been resolved by itself. All I ask is that should you discover yourself in need of resolution of this matter, that you conduct your business outside my fucking joint. But in the aftermath, you're welcome to drink and fuck here as much as you'd like. The bartender has the note that Al slid across the desk to you if you'd like to go get it. <clears throat> Marky, Aloysius, I hope all's well.
Mr. Fogg, after examining the paper that Swearingen gave you, you have two shots in front of you. What would you like to do? Push him back towards you. He takes both of them. He looks you in the eye. He winks. He shoots one. He winks. He shoots again. He puts his glasses on. Continues it to his work. <clears throat> I head downstairs okay. to the... Uh, To the bar. When you get down to the bar, you see that laid out on the table for each of you is a thousand dollars in gold. Al honored his promise and then some for taking care of this. What would you like to do? As we see Alec come down the stairs, I'm looking at him to try to get to some sense of he, is he, is he disturbed, is he all right, anything that I can sense in him but without even asking. Go ahead and make a notice check for me. Mm-mm. Failed. Okay. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I unholster my revolver and aim it at, at, uh, at Clayton's head. Uh-oh. Ellie, no. Excuse me? Uh, uh, oh, Dan says, <clears throat> Dan interrupts and says, thought Al told you to take your business outside. Well, that's exactly what we're about to do. Amos Kinsley, let's take it outside. If you'd be so kind, if you'd allow me the pleasure of at least another drink. I'll take a bottle and fill double. May I? Slowly. Where are you coming from? Doesn't matter where we're coming from. Matters where we're going. After you. Gentlemen, surely there must be a more peaceful resolution to whatever this is. Reverend, I appreciate everything you've done for me and everything you've had to say. But I'm afraid this got nothing to do with you. Aloysius, please. After all we've been through together, there's got to be something. You do this to uphold the law, right? That's I assume what you're coming after, or are you here for money? 
Money is not what I need right now. What do you need? You know, if it wasn't for maybe two, three hours ago, things might have been different. But my, my emotions seem to have left me. And any feeling I might have had for you, all that's left is the law. What if I told you the law's been wrong all this time? What if I told you the law ain't a perfect thing, especially this side of the country? What if I told you many innocent men themselves end up still having to do for the deeds of those who are cunning enough to be absolved of the noose? Well, I hope for your sake you're right. And I'd ask the Reverend to pray for your soul. But beyond that, I got a job to do. Well, Reverend, I suppose you get to tell Mr. Fogg here that I hope his soul can carry the weight of another unearned victory. Stand up and start walking to the door. Stop, stop, both of you, stop. There's been so much senseless killing. There have been so many people lost. Why on earth do two men have to turn after each turn against each other when you have fought forces way greater than the forces of men? Why on earth? What kind of justice is this? Please. Each one of us has lost someone. Each one of us has lost someone along the way. I had to kill my own husband as he was dying. She had to kill her sister who had died one more time. Please, please, Ellie, please. Good night, Miss Miriam. I'm still standing in the doorway, kind of looking back at the rest of you. It's funny, I figured in all places this would be the one they wouldn't find me. Well, even a lawless town, it seems, is not immune to the corruption of the law. <sighs> Mr. Fogg. Giving you one last chance to not make a mistake that many other men have. You're on the wrong side of this. I'm telling you. I understand what you're saying. This gives me no pleasure. But you gave me no choice. Pleasure for me either. You seem a decent man. I hate to kill you. Go ahead. Can I make a stealth check to sneak up behind Aloysius and hit him with a bottle of whiskey over the head? 
No, you may not. You seem a decent man. I hate to be killed by. Are we having a duel? So, Mr. Aloysius Fogg and the man that you know as Clayton the Coffin Sharp are facing off in the thoroughfare in the city of Deadwood. The way this face-off is going to go, you each are going to get two pocket cards. Pass that to Fog, if you will. I'm going to deal a flop. I'm going to deal a turn. I'm going to deal a river. If when those cards are laid out, you find a match, you find a, a set, in whatever order they go, whoever feels like they have the strong enough hand says shoot. Whoever yells shoot first, shoots first. I'll tell you more after we deal. It's time to see the cards you're dealt. Five of spades. A joker. A three of hearts. A king. Clubs. Jack of clubs. So, since both of you are going for accuracy instead of speed, I want you both to roll shooting at the same time and tell me your results. Five. Got a one and a three. Clayton. Show me your cards. Ace high. Mm. With the Joker. No, no, you got a pair of aces. You got a pair, a pair of aces, aces if yeah. you want. I now want you to roll damage for your weapon, and I want you to add an additional D6. Okay. Ooh. 10. You go to fire and you miss, shoots right past him, Clayton fires you. 
You can see in the chest, just to the left of your heart. Oh. Fog, you now have two wounds. Do either of you wish to fire again? I do. Roll for me, please. I'm gonna aim for a shooting hand if I can. Okay. Five. That hits. Let me see your cards, please. Four. Okay. I got nothing up here. Oh. Okay. It's uh, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, well, no, no, it's a pair of kings. Pair of kings. Mm. I want you to roll damage, and I want you to add one d six. Called shot of the hand. Called shot to the hand. Yeah. The gun hand. Misses. Okay. Oh. Two, four, twelve. As the man you all know is Clayton Sharp, aims exactly for the shooting hand of Mr. Fogg and misses. Mr. Fogg quickly fires back at him hitting you straight in the gut. You've taken two wounds. Do you wish to fire again? Yeah. <laughs> I want you both to roll this at the exact it. same time. This is it? Aiming for the shooting hand again. You're aiming for the shooting hand again. You're gonna do the. You're gonna do the negative modifier for that. Feel the spirit of something. Six. Miss. Oh. Fog. Clayton. As you aim for his shooting hand again quickly moves it out of the way, cocks the hammer back to fire again. Go ahead and roll damage for me, Fog. Mm. One explodes. Six explodes. One. And And that's it. Eleven. Mr. Fogg cocks back the hammer and lifts it towards you. You see in his eyes not hatred, not revenge, not malice or anger, but justice in his mind. And he shoots you straight to the heart. 
you fall to the ground. What are Amos Kinsley's last words? Just a, an ironic smile. I just gripped Marion's hand. So tight, my fingernails start to dig into her palms. And I just keep saying no, 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 no. You guys have seen this. You see Clayton's body, now lifeless in the street. Mr. Fogg, what do you do? I pull myself up. I walk toward the man. that I feel nothing but respect for. I close his eyes. I slowly make my way to the second floor of of the gym saloon. I put down my hands. I close my eyes. And for the first time, and I can't remember when, I sleep through the night. The rest of you, what would you like to do? I stagger over to his body and I just weep and I say this isn't the law this ain't right I don't know what he did but this ain't right and I will never forgive that man for what he did any more than I will forgive whatever the Lord is in the world or the God or the creature that took my husband from me Maybe it was no friends and not new friends after all. I just stay by Miriam's side. Okay. I'll, uh, walk out into the street my hands on both of their shoulders and look down at Mr. Sharp or whoever he was. I say, Lord, we don't understand your ways, but we thank you for 
who Mr. Sharp was to us today. He fought on your side, the side of the light. And we ask that you would forgive Mr. Fogg for his trespasses. May he find his way to your tranquility, peace, and respite. Amen. Amen. In the stack of uh, wanted and bounty posters, mm-hmm. Clayton Sharp saw one of himself and burned all of the posters mm. that he found in Mr. Farnham's office. You, sir, were sent looking for someone. Mm. You only had a brief description. Someone sent Mr. Swearingen a wanted poster. Mm for the murder of Patrick Harvey's brother. On that wanted poster was a picture of the man you all know as Clayton Sharp, but his name was Amos Kinsley. And he was on the run for a crime he didn't commit 15 years ago. He was involved with the wrong crowd. He was accused of murdering innocent people and he fled. Since then, he adopted many identities. Clayton the Coffin Sharp being the most recent and the thickest of his aliases in personality and in name. He's done a lot of bad things since he went on the run, but not the things that he was accused of and not the things he was wanted for. But justice is justice. You have a job to do. And you did it. And by all accounts and by all means and by every measure of the law and every territory that has one, you got your bounty. You can collect it in Jack County. Should you choose to. We began this journey with a prayer. And we will end this journey with a prayer. (laughs) That's where we will end this journey into undead. Thank you all for watching. I want to quickly thank our crew 
and my wonderful cast. Thank you for doing this. Thank yeah. you for doing this journey with me. <laughs> I want to. Some powerful yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, I want to shout out, shout out a few people. I want to shout out a few people very quickly. My creative partner in this endeavor, who I absolutely could not have done this without, and our wonderful bartender, Mr. Ivan Van Norman. I would like to thank our amazing friends at Dogmite for custom making this GM screen with the actual Black Hills of South Dakota. Insane. Amazing. Incredible. I want to thank Wormwood for giving us the wonderful dice trays for you all to roll in. Uh, I want to thank our wonderful friend Ian Phillips at Iron Tusk Mini Painting. Find him yeah. online after our wonderful PA Jerry put all of these houses together. Jerry! Yeah. Ian, Ian painted them, painted most of our minis. I want to thank Jay at Emerald Knights for last minute painting my wonderful horse assassins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our local haunt there at Emerald Knights. Uh, flip this bitch for this absolutely incredible set and this so coffin-shaped poker table yes. that I will be putting oh, in the back of my Mini Cooper and taking home with me. <laughs> I want to thank Pinnacle for making such an amazing world and game, Savage Worlds, Deadlands. I'm sorry I fucked it up really bad with some of the stuff, but most of it was my dice. It's fun to play. Um, thank you to everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you for going on the journey with us these past few weeks. Oh. Maybe we'll see you again. Mm-hmm. Welcome to fucking Undeadwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude! Oh, yeah!
I, like, I felt like it was drained out of me. And it, it was like, no matter what you yelled at me, it didn't matter. No matter oh, yeah. what I thought of you, it Narr didn't matter. Narratively perfect. And you I'm not going to lie. You so fucking well. There are a few things more Deadwood than riding off the cusp of a successful venture into the harsh reality and ending on such a tragic note. That is fucking Deadwood. I mean, to me, that is like, that is a Western. That is a Western. That is a fucking Western. You can't write this shit. His hindrance is that he has bad dreams. He doesn't sleep. And they and when they took away when they, they took away all of the motion, sleep. he could sleep. Yeah, it was best. like it was I like the that. worst night of his life, and he and he slept. sleeps. Yeah. That's so fucking poetic. Yeah, I love it. Perfect. And what's I also fucked it. up is in what's six days. In five days. Yeah, six yes. days. What's gonna happen in, in six, six days? Thank you for listening to Undeadwood on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a review on whatever podcasting app you're using. Your words may draw a weary soul to a new adventure. If you'd like to support the show, check out our shop. We've released a deck of playing cards inspired by Undeadwood. You can find them at shop.critroll.com. Thank you for listening to Undeadwood. I hope you've enjoyed the journey.